All righty. Welcome to another episode of Four Guys Saying a Bunch of Shit. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3. Is it? We're already in 3? All righty. 3. So I guess today is covering my topic, which is going to be pretty broad-ranging, but I think we can all relate to it at this point. It is stuff I miss due to COVID. Obviously, I think the main thing, and I could speak for myself here, but um, you know, other people, I truly do miss first and foremost, beyond all the other trivial shit we're going to talk about, is being able to have the security to go out of my house and breathe the air without the risk of getting sick or other people sick. That that whole idea that we don't have that right now is just mind-boggling to me still. But not sticking on a serious note, the main thing I miss, and let's open up the conversation to everybody here, is. Fucking drinking with my friends, these guys. Getting out, getting drunk in public, doing all the shit we used to do. Ending up at Wonderland Barroom to finish up the night on occasion in D.C., even though we don't go there anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you guys miss kind of at the top of your list? Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Uh, the Zoom drinking sessions, it just isn't the same. <laughs> it is not. Hi, oh. Toby. Honestly, I just you know you, you kind of I'm you're right I'm you I miss hanging out with you guys at places I miss you know you know seeing you guys and doing stuff like that I miss theaters more mm. movies hanging mm. out popcorn you know I miss stuff like that but I'll I'll, I'll be a little honest guys I, other than those two things I'm not missing much really yeah. I've been I've been racking my brain about your subject like all week, and I'm like, what, what do I miss? I'm not sure if I miss anything. You know, I, I think honestly, honestly, you know, and it sounds the wrong thing to say, and it sounds harsh, and I don't really mean it harsh to anyone's listening, but I think about the things we've we gained because of it. You know, mm. people, people are going out hiking more. People are you know talking more through Zoom and conversations. You know. I, I'll be honest with you, I've known Toby 20 years and I think we've talked the most ever this year. Hmm. So Yeah, that's that's some truth on that. Yeah, so I mean I think we've gained more uh than we've lost so far. But I could be wrong. You guys could turn me by well, the end of the it, show. It's it's taken I, I kind of agree with you. It's taken a turn in terms of I think in terms of family and friendships for for us. Um it has strengthened the bond because we know what we have. We all have together. Again, just going with family and friends. And for the people who listen who don't know, you know, the four of us, I mean, Tyrone and Khalil have known each other 20 plus years. I've known Ty and Khalil close to 20. And Matt, I've known for over 10, just like the rest of the guys. So we're already close. But yeah, I, I'm with Ty. I think it's strengthened the bond to some degree with the friends because we um, we just cherish it. We're just like, hey, you know, this is. We got to stick together. We're all going through this crap. We got to make it work whichever way we can. Um, and same thing with families. It's like, I just, I know we all know what we have and we just got to hold on to it and hold dear to it. And uh, I agree. But I also, I didn't want to monopolize the time. 
But I also want to go back to what Matt was saying, but like that is the most obvious thing is that it's yeah. so it's so hard not being able to go out and just go out and see your friends and just it was so easy. You almost take it for granted now how easy it was for for me, the planner, to pick up the phone and be like, guys, we're doing this Friday night and we'll go to Wonderland Ballroom or there's this event Saturday. And now like, oh, that was the thing I was going to tell you guys. So I, you know, I don't know if anybody does Facebook events, but I look for Facebook events all the time. And that's, I started doing that a couple of years ago. And that was easy, too, because it was like, oh, look at this um, event where it's $20 to get in and you can do this and look at art and blah, blah, blah. Now, when I do that for the kids, it's like it's got to be outdoors. It has to be. And it yeah. has to be in like I would prefer it to be in a non-populated area like out in the sticks. It's just so limiting. A hundred percent. What I realized today also, and, you know, I, I took this for granted in previous years, so I cannot wrap gifts to save my life. Like, I, I, wrap, like I wrap gifts like Helen Keller. But anyway, <laughs> um, I always pay the Girl Scouts, you know, who are camped out in front of the stores to wrap my gifts. You know, I usually pay them. But I forget, now because of COVID times, you know, I don't have that option. So now I got to learn how to painstakingly wrap gifts, my own gifts. <laughs> No, it's definitely true. I mean, I think you guys hit all the nails on the head in terms of like the whole the other the other side of this argument. Because I, I agree. Like I used to commute forty five to fifty minutes both ways for work. So that's obviously forty five to fifty minutes out of my morning and evening, spending time with my wife, my kids. You know, obviously now two at this point. And I literally my commute now is walking upstairs, getting time with with my yeah. kids. I get to pick up my daughter, get to drop her off every day at her preschool. She's still able to go. My son's still home because we're not sending him to daycare yet until we know where things go. So I get to see him every day. I mean, that that stuff has definitely like it's reaffirmed, you know, how much I was missing doing, you know, the stuff we all have to do to get to work. I mean, there's nothing I could do about it at that time. But now now my job is fully remote permanently. Mm -hmm. So I won't have to ever give that back mm. up, which would be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely made you re realize the stuff you take for granted for. Absolutely. It's definitely, I think, brought me closer with friends. But also, it's interesting, too, on the flip side of it. It's also narrowed my friend group. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. between you between you guys and then, like, my some of my other close friends that I've had from the service center and a few other people like that. Like, these are the main people I keep up with. Some other people that I would maybe, like, have learned that. I only really would call them classified as friends because we would randomly see each other doing X, Y, Z, or, you know, it was more of a convenience to be able to do something. I've kind of, it, it, it kind of taught me what's most important and who's most important. And the other stuff kind of is, you know, fizzled a little bit, still talk to them, not a big deal, but I mean, honestly, this is taking me a while off course in this, but I think it's a good conversation, but you know, it, it's it, it kind of pivoting also what Ty said, kind of shifting gears here, not get too sappy. Fucking theaters, man. I miss going to sit down and watch, as Toby likes to say, a shitty Matt movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. I honestly miss the escape. Yeah. I miss being able to be like, no kids. Mm -hmm. I can go eat some horrible food for me, drink a massive-ass diabetes cup of whatever <laughs> I want to drink in that cup, and exactly. get my eardrums blasted yeah. out. And, you know, and like, I, I, I miss that event of that. And even going, going to see the Oscar caliber films, being in a room with other people, like kind of enjoying a, uh, a piece of art, in that in, in that type of environment was amazing and i truly don't know if we're ever going to get it back i think i think amc will hang on but i am not sure what it's going to look like on the other side and i and definitely it, do miss that significantly 
And it always leads to something else because you, you watch the movie. Now you go have drinks and, and discuss yep. the movie, you know, uh, and then, you know, that that experience lasts with you. Like I, I, some of the worst movies I've ever seen, I thought were great because of the environment yeah. I was mm-hmm. in. The people yeah. are around, you know, Triple X. When I first saw Triple X, I thought that movie was great. Mm. I'm like, Vin Diesel is amazing. This is a great movie. Mm. And really all it was was my friends and I were heckling the movie and making jokes about it. But, you know, because of that experience, I just I just equated it as, oh, it's a good movie. Until I, I bought the movie and sat home <laughs> and watched it again. And I realized. <laughs> <laughs> so... The experience that you get at a theater, you're not exactly going to get when you're at home. You know, I I, I, I do enjoy that December 25th, I get to watch Wonder Woman from the, from the comfort of my own home and feel safe. But I feel like the experience of it, it's going to lack uh, greatly because um, we'll have people yelling behind me. I won't have, you know, be able to look over at my kids and see them enjoying it. The the sound of it, Matt was talking about the sound being blasted in your face. All those things are gone uh, because of COVID. And so I, I, because of that, I'll miss Peter going. Um, but and, yeah. And it is, it is that, that is all, all of what you guys are saying, especially going to the theaters. It's all built around an experience. Like we may go like a Friday or Saturday night for us in DC of the many we've done, or even in Baltimore or when we've gone on trips to Philly or whatever, they may always center around drinking, and that is true. But a lot of times it will lead us, especially as we've gotten older, to other things, to other to other portals. You know, like you said, we go to a movie. Ty, in 2006, you and I went to go see Rocky Balboa, technically, quote-unquote, Rocky Six, and we decided in our minds we were going to drink before we saw that movie. <laughs> and we did. But, we did. But it leads to other – and that's the be- that was the beauty of – I hate to say it like this – with with it sounds like with longing and better days that was the beauty of going out was just yeah. there were so many different avenues we could go <laughs> whether it was going to see art like you said or a movie or drinking or go have a nice meal somewhere matt and i one time when matt was working at um was working for whatchamacallit matt uh farmers group what are they called Oh, farmers and distillers. We went there, and I got the whole fucking yeah. comp for us. And, and yeah, crazy. it was right before Parker was born. I wasn't drinking, but we got this nice yeah. meal, and it was just you know what I mean. It's just that experience, and just not knowing where it's going to take you. And I know it seems whenever I'm like, yeah. guys, we're going out drinking, it seems predictable. But there are times where it, it deviates, and it turns into something that's either fun or crazy, or we have a story to tell. Like there's a story to tell. There's some sort of anecdotal information that follows and that's where you get the memories oh god now i'm getting sappy moving on i know right this is this is a dangerous slippery slope yeah so the theater is definitely uh what i am going to um mourn the most that you know just like toby said it's just the the uh the camaraderie the uh collective experience um so what really is going to um affect me is not be able to see like big budget like dune or, you know, the upcoming Wonder Woman movie, you know, it's just not going to be the same on my, you know, sappy, well, I got to go get a, a soundbar now so I can try to do my mm-hmm. best to create the most dynamic viewing experience at home to mimic, you know, IMAX. So, you know, yeah. Isn't that funny? That's, that's, that, I'm, I'm sorry. That's my actual plan, too, is to create surround sound mm-hmm. so I can hear it from everywhere so I can get that theater feel. Right. 
That's a good idea. I mean, you, at this point, you have to simulate whatever you um, can't get in the theaters because, like you said, because Matt Matt made a good point. I don't know how extreme it is. I mean, are we how long it's going to be until we get back into theaters um, with Pfizer pushing out a vaccine at some point? I mean, now especially that they'll well, but that's the other thing, and I wanted to bring this up. Um, a friend told Tyrone and us that uh, that um, what should we call it? Oh yeah, there's a movie theater that you can rent out. I don't again, I don't want to deviate, but there's a movie theater you can rent out. It's like for a classic movie, it's ninety nine bucks to rent it out. You split that nine ten ways with your people, with your pot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, nine dollars to go see a movie. But anyway, yeah, that's AMC that's doing that, which is amazing. There's one right by my house. That's one of the ones that. Opens no, this is rinky dink. This is some oh. rinky dink. Oh, a rinky dink one? And, yeah, and no, like, we're not going to see Tenet. But but still, because of COVID, <laughs> but still because of COVID, that's not something I'm willing to chant. Good, because I was, no, I was thinking like if I did it, I would have to come an hour before and ensure right. that it's it's disinfected by doing bomb it myself. The place. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do your yeah. COVID bomb. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I bring, I bring that yeah, COVID bomb, come. and that's what I would do. So if it would not allow <laughs> me to do that. There's no way see, I can that's go a, in. But see, that's a good. That's such a good point to illustrate to hammer home what Matt is saying about this topic, which is because of COVID. Now, even if you wanted to go out in public, there are so many variables you have to take into consideration. Yeah, and that's the that's the shittiest part about it is that like now, even you know, and Ty, you get tested regularly. So the four of us, you're actually the most likely to. I'm just saying, in theory. You're the most likely to want to do it because you know you go get tested and you are, you know, you're taking more. I, I would say you're taking more precautions. But the fact that you're even saying I would need to go in there, bomb the place in our advance, that's just too much damn work. You know what I mean? It is. Well, the whole thing that I think that I, I kind of led with is, is all the stuff we're discussing, though, is trivial to the mere fact that if we are reckless and stupid and just be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm mm-hmm. doing what I want to do. The amount of damage we can still cause until this vaccine has reached 70% of the population. Because even if you get the vaccine and not to mm. deviate off of this, yes. you can still spread it. It just That's means correct. you won't die. So basically, th- this shit is not no. over by any means, which is why I think it's this this it's this insane thing that makes me miss this stuff even more. Because while technically it's in reach, I technically could go walk up the street to the brewery by my house sit outside, have a beer, but mm. I'm still not willing to do that. I got two little kids and I mm. honestly don't want to do that. Then come by my mm. older neighbors. And it's just all this trickle down effect yeah. of yeah. your, your one sense of enjoyment could have disastrous consequences, which makes me miss the stuff even more because I, I, it seems easy enough, pop on a mask, bring some hand sanitizer, but there's so yeah. much other shit mm-hmm. that I just think the general population honestly is deviated mm. away from thinking about but that's kind of where I miss this stuff so much is because it's, it's, it's within yeah. reach. It's just, can't reach fucking it. yeah. and a congrats to New Zealand who I think they announced they're like COVID right. free. So yeah, a, a round of applause for New Zealand yeah, for being yeah. intelligent. Yeah. I mean, there's like a hundred people in New Zealand. <laughs> so screw <it. laughs> I mean, the Hemsworth is just make up about 10% of that whole country. So. And, uh, and what about this though? I was thinking while Matt was talking, you know what? We were talking about dining out, but I noticed this too, and maybe you yeah. guys can can bring your expertise to bear on this subtopic, is that now when you order takeaway or, or delivery food, mm-hmm. um, 
the more you know high price and fancy restaurants, man, let me tell you, you lose something on the presentation and it actually affects your food. I'm just going to give you an example. I know you guys are not, I know Ty can't because he can't have seafood. I don't know about Khalil or Matt. I'm not 100% sure, but sushi. Like when yeah. I get sushi from carryout, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I get all these fancy rolls, but they have to box them up in those little boxes and they get smushed mm -hmm. as, a, as opposed to when you go to the place mm -hmm. and they put it on the plate with the lights and the arrangements and the whole Megillah, you know? Yeah. You guys have that experience with any type of food? Yet? Well, yeah. Well, the crazy thing with presentation is even working in the industry is it's not just for look. They purposely separate stuff out on purpose. So once you get in the, a to-go box, you've essentially oh. reduced the flavor mm. points that That's you're supposed to have, which is which, – which is, it's not just for aesthetics. It's well, so literally by design. And a lot of dishes, especially – So what about – so what are some dishes you guys have either had – since COVID started, from takeaway where the, where the 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 presentation got lost, like what are some cuisines that? Well, I guys... do a lot of Indian uh, takeout. Yes, um, definitely. Yes. definitely. So yeah. you know, my Indian takeout, uh, my um, dishes are you know they're all compacted into yep. you know the little boxes. But uh, for the things that I've been ordering, I haven't noticed a. Um, too much of a difference in the you know in the in the flavor of course the presentation is, is altered but it hasn't really affected the taste or flavor uh for me i've, I've ordered steak and stuff from a nice steak restaurant near us and that just doesn't work because the temperature just fucks with uh, it yeah it just doesn't work i mean it, it's it tastes pretty good still but that's the main one the rest of this stuff i kind of stick to comfort food given the stressful time so i haven't really deviated too much but yeah i mean i definitely know from speaking with people no. it just doesn't work no you matt you make a really good point steak i just realized just see, listening to you talk i haven't had steak i don't think i've had steak since january and uh, the reason for that is because of covid going out steak comes it comes at a certain yes, temperature no. you let it sit for longer and then it gets that nice thin pink that i like but when you i, I don't see how that can be done as far as takeout because by the time you get it home it's been in that that case. It's cooked more. Uh, now you get it home and it's it's overdone or it's rubbery or something else that you don't want. So I don't I don't see how steak can be done takeout. Um, so yeah, that's you have to pretty much order it partially alive. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah, exactly. You have to order it rare, <laughs> and by the time you get home, then it's to the temperature you want. No, that's a good point. Steak. Yeah. I never thought steak would would go from you know. Oh, this is the way I like it to crappy just like that because you're right. It depends, and Ty, I guess it also depends on where well, and what they pack it in. Because if they're sealing it up in yeah. something really tight that conducts heat well, then you're screwed. Because, right. like you said, it gets over. Everybody likes their steak differently. So, yeah, wow, that, I never thought of that. Screw that. Yeah, but there's, there's honestly no container that can that can hold it well enough. And you nope. know, uh, a styrofoam is now illegal uh, in Maryland. You can't oh, use really? styrofoam. And so that, you now that I use that plastic mm. shit over here. Yeah, too. plastic or um, the paper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the, I guess the other thing, so pivoting off of food, the other big thing that I also know that we all love, and even if it's like local, we, because we because we have access to so much stuff, mm. is fucking mm -hmm. traveling. Like, I uh, miss yeah, yeah. being able to do day trips. Yeah. I miss going to casinos. I miss like going up to Philly. I miss going up to New York. I honestly miss hopping on a plane going somewhere to see somebody or, or planning a trip or even getting a weekend getaway with the wife, like losing that ability now to honestly think about, okay, how many points of contact do oh, I yeah. have going to this hotel? Like there's, 
it, there's so many elements to that. It's just unbearable mentally. Like obviously big hotel chains are doing a fantastic job. It is doable. But as soon as you then, you know, if you drive and stop at a rest stop and then there's just multiple areas now where it's just, it just gets stressful. It just, it, it, it's possible, but it, it, it is stressful as shit. Yeah. I was supposed to go to uh, China actually in October. Uh, my mom and I started planning a Chinese excursion back in January. So yeah, those plans got scrapped. Wow. I was supposed to be my uh, best man and my, my, my childhood friend's wedding this past October and he pushed it to March and it's in Minnesota. And I just, I booked the hotels hoping that things will be okay. And I'm planning on driving and just like, you know, staying in hotels and not going to the reception, but just being there mm-hmm. to watch the ceremony outside mm-hmm. in Minnesota, which is crazy. But, um, but even then a lot of things have to go right for me to even be willing to kind of do such abbreviated version um, you know, and I just don't think it's going to happen to be honest with you. I just don't, I think it, I think more restrictions will still happen between of now course, and March, yeah. especially in the Midwest States. Yeah. It's too cold. Um, and, and it just, yeah, it's as stressful as shit. I mean, I told me that in theory, it sounds, Hey, we could all totally drive separate cars, go meet someplace outside in Philly. But if you think about the logistics go into that stopping places, you know, like we're crossing state lines, like, some states around here are even requiring if you come in, you have mm-hmm. to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. So it's just crazy. And honestly, uh, when it comes to Philly, Pennsylvania as a state as a whole, uh, that's one state. Oh, with Virginia, <laughs> I'm oh. not entering because people are just not listening and they're doing whatever they want to do. And COVID is running wild up there. Yes. So yeah, I, I stick I stick in Maryland with my with my uh, nice governor. Who's smart enough to realize this is a real thing? <laughs> yeah, well, Virginia just issued starting today, masks required outside, uh, gatherings ten or less, and now we have a curfew oh, really? from twelve a.m. to five a.m. So you can't be out, otherwise you get a ticket. And if you get two tickets, I'll class I'm surprised that Virginia issued one before uh, Mar- before uh, Maryland. Because I think last time it was it was it was a, re- it was a reverse earlier yeah. this year. It was reversed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, they've just issued it because uh, it's just it's like wildfire out here. I mean, I was driving through Clarendon the other day because I had to go to the bike store to, to get a part for my bike. And I, 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 I drove by Whitlow's, which is also known as Whitlow's. Um, but it was literally like a normal it was the it was Sunday. So it was like uh, Saturday. So it was like 60s this past weekend. There was a line out the door. Maybe I saw three masks and all these young college kids or college age kids. I'm like, Mm-hmm. You fuckers are why we're here. This is exactly mm-hmm. why we can't do this stuff. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm great. I mean, of the things that we're talking about that we miss, I'm grateful for the fact that I have the man cave. Sorry, guys. Yep. <laughs> I really am. I'm yep. so glad I have a, a sanctuary where I can go and not be um, bored to tears because y'all know me. I got, I can't sit still for five seconds. No, you cannot. Not for that. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy times. But hopefully, with like you said before, with this vaccine, that I'm hopeful by June or July, you know, well, uh, people who want to get it can get it by then. Because I don't think, honestly, it's going to no, go to the general population so before then. I just don't. Um, you know, and then hopefully by then, you know, by we'll be able to enjoy a semi-normal summer with masks and large crowds. 
And then from there, hopefully once we get to that 70% mark or enough understanding of how it can protect you, you know, I, I think we can hopefully get back to normal by late 2021, early 2022, which sounds crazy, but at least there's an yeah. end in sight, supposedly. What I worry the most about, and I, I make this joke about kids when they go back to school, but I worry about the adults since it seems that we're dumber than, than kids. I worry about when yes. the country opens back up and we're covert free and we can we can go and roam and do things again. How many dumbass people are going to do oh. dumbass things and how many <laughs> the crime rate may go up and you know I, I, that's what's scaring me the most. What's going to happen once we're yeah. okay again? Well, it's be like the purge for one night. On that one. <laughs> yeah. No, People are not going to know how to act. It's going to be like it's going to be like the first. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. It's going to be totally crazy. <laughs> Everyone's going to overdo it. Everyone's going to overdo it. Yeah, I think I think when that does happen, Will will be Ty on that day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> get the bucket. In other words. In other words, you'll be throwing out all over the place. I get it. I was being discreet. I was being, I was being discreet. I, you know. Yeah, but people on left base nation know what you mean. Hey guys, get 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 the bucket and warn the manager at 18th Street Lounge. Wow. Warm up, warm up the rats in Dupont Circle. Mm. You right. keep it oh, right. Shit. Right. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I should take all my clothes off and run outside. Oh, so, what do you think? Oh, wow, that's an old wound. That, that yeah, yeah, old that's wound. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right, you win this round, old man. Ding ding. <laughs> you win this round. Wow. <laughs> all right. Excuse me. Oh shit. But yeah, def- definitely, people are gonna go yeah, zero to hundred and like nothing. So I mean, we there was a, a running like question that was happening in the beginning of the year when COVID started, and I think the question was, what's going to be, what's what will we have more of, more divorces or more COVID kids? Now we're in December. What do you guys think? I think it's going to be fifty-fifty. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. my from my own opinion, I think it's divorce. Well, well, COVID. Well. Fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're either going to have the people obviously doing the kids part because, you know, they, they work, yeah. but obviously people being like, you know, just stuck together this whole fucking time, you know, obviously they go to work, they're, they're realizing shit they don't yeah. know. And it's, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's an interesting social experiment. I'll give it that. I mean, I, I just, you know, uh, this might go a little dark, so grab me if it's going too dark. But I feel like it's uh, <laughs> a kind of a testament into how strong Matt, your marriage and Toby, your marriages are. Because neither one of you are allowed to leave the house, uh, meaning your wife and you are allowed to leave the house. And you see each other every day and <clears throat> you eat all meals together and you got your kids to do together. And there's really no outlet outside of the house. And the fact that you guys are still together after the year and still love each other after the year, really a testament to how, how good your marriage is. Yeah. Appreciate that. That wasn't dark. Well, no, I was going to oh, say, yeah. uh, I feel the, like there's a second the part to this. Appreciate it, but where's the dark part? <laughs> there was a second part, but I decided not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Me too. Like I was honestly waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave, I'll leave mm-hmm. it. I'll leave it. How about that? What's <laughs> up, man? But now I'm curious. Yeah. You, know my ex-wife, you know my ex-wife listens to these. 
She's yeah. actually a fan, so I would like her not to go dark because I have. Okay. Me neither. Okay. I, yeah, I didn't know where really you were going, so okay. That's fine. No, no, no. I had a roadmap. I knew exactly where I was heading, but uh, I think I should detour and move on. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you pulled the e-brake. I get it. Good talk. <laughs> okay, good talk, buddy. Oh, anyways, yeah. But no, I, I think a bit kind of circling back for me, like I, the thing I miss the most that I, I truly do miss that, you know, all, all the things we've gained is I miss seeing the people I love in person and not worrying about it and enjoying that stuff. Because I think the, the most cathartic stuff that I've been able to do this entire time is social distancing with, with friends. Even even I've only got to see you guys once during this whole time, you know, that, that, that backyard thing and ties that literally went so far for me being able to be like, all right, I can get through this fucking mm-hmm. shit. Cause it, it, I just like, I would love to come out to someone's mm-hmm. backyard and just see them. It's, it's tough. I mean, but yeah. if that's all we've got, that's all we've mm-hmm. got. But even then, I don't know how, how, how afraid you guys, I was having you guys at the house and not because you were there because I was so afraid yeah. of getting you guys sick. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to grill for them. And I'm going to do this. And then as we got closer, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy a bunch of individual stuff so nobody touches anyone else's stuff. Um, I was just, I was yep. so afraid. So I don't know how other people were doing it, inviting people to those houses and stuff like that and, and, and feeling comfortable. And I guess it's kind of like how other people do with their circle. Uh, there's a circle of friends that you trust and uh, everybody, hey, this, yeah, yeah, let's keep it as close as yeah. possible. That's the best way to do it. But like I said, you have to, yeah. you have to be so trusting. And that's what I'm so afraid of, like going to theaters and you know, sitting in certain places in certain states because you have to you have to trust that the person beside you cares as much about their life as you do about yours. That is one hundred percent true. Well, I know we're at time. This definitely went more deep and more somber than I expected. <laughs> but you know, what? but you know it, I think it was a good conversation and definitely uh, a testament to you know we're gonna get through this shit. But this shit is hard. It's not for the faint of heart at all, as I think everyone's figured out. So. But yeah, that's episode three of season two. Shit, I miss, you know, four guys saying a bunch of shit of all the stuff we missed. Well, thank COVID. you guys for a good show. All right, y'all. Absolutely. One last thing. Have a good night. Dating. That was the other one. We yeah. missed that. <laughs> Dating. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this post are- brought to you by Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss a bunch of stuff. Later. Later. Bye, Bye. 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 B